another episode of Maddie Unfiltered. We have made it to episode two. I'm very excited to be here too. (laughs) Kelsey is back on the episode. We live together so you know just she'll be on most of the episodes because this is what we do. We talk to each other. And And if if you guys are listening we're wearing glasses so we look very smart today. Light glasses. Yeah mine are blue light. Mine aren't even like prescription like I don't even need these. Mine are blue light too. (laughs) I don't need glasses either. I just thought it'd be cute. It adds it makes us look very like intelligent intelligent yeah like we know what we're talking about like everything we know everything we're talking about i i had to take a a shot of tequila it's taco tuesday so you know margaritas i didn't feel like making a margarita and for today's topic i thought i would need a little pick me up to take the edge off on this episode it's a it's a weird one um i also have a truly if you're watching it's pineapple i'm tired of white claws so i have a diet coke Kelsey's not a big drinker. Uh, she has the Asian glow. I'm so. more of a marijuana person. Marijuana. So today's episode, the title is Toxic Relationships. There's been some comments about like how to deal with them. And I think Kelsey and I have both been through really, really, like honestly, the most toxic it can get almost. Yeah. Um, so, and it's definitely affected both of us in different ways. They were different relationships, different like toxic different toxicities <laughs> i feel like we're so much more mellow than the other night we are because we were all anxious now i know like we, we were know now we're talk. just like chilling <laughs> not awkward anymore but yeah so i that's kind of the topic today which is hence why i needed the shot that relationship well, and if, if anyone out there is dealing with this like in a toxic relationship or they have a friend that's in one like you can maybe get some advice tips from yeah. this like i don't know it we, might help been y'all there. out we've definitely been there and to the moon and back and <laughs> I almost choked on my drink. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's let's just get into it. Honestly, you gotta bite the bullet and do it. I'm really I never wanted to talk about this, but if it's gonna help people, then I'm all for it. Right. I'm finally ready to talk about it. <laughs> I haven't been. I guess the first thing I kinda wanna touch on is um, red flags and the warning signs. Ooh, that's important. Um, because I feel like a lot of people don't especially when you're just getting into dating, as we were, we were both pretty young when we got in these relationships. We were I was still in high school. Yeah. Um and I think I was eighteen. Yeah, it's hard it's hard to notice the red flags when you're in the relationship or you don't have much relationship experience. Oh yeah, so, definitely. Um for you, what were like the red flags that you maybe should have listened to at the oh, beginning? Oh boy. Of the... All right. Well, um, first things first, he l- checked my phone. That is like a, a total red flag. He looked yeah. through my phone. Um, I guess this was like, we started dating like literally the, on our second date, which was really That's stupid kind of on my part. Too, yeah. I was young. I like really wanted a relationship, thought this guy was the one like we dated in like high school. I'm not going to mention names, whatever, but we did it in high school and like I just didn't like vibe with him then. I wasn't ready. And then later I was like, OK, like I think this is the one. And he checked my phone, which was a big red flag. Um he he would get jealous of me looking at other guys. Like if we were like walking, like we went to a outdoor mall. I remember that. And I would be, I was like walking. It was like our second date, and like he would point out that I was looking at like these guys, but like jokingly, 
But then it was just kind of weird because, like, later on, like, he would get really mad at me if I looked at any other guys. It, that was, like, the the start of it. Yeah. So this that was, was early on. Yeah. Like, from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm, like, trying to remember. But there were just a lot of little red flags here and there like that, and I just totally ignored them because, like, I made excuses for the guy, yeah. you know? Well, um, and when you're that young, I feel like you don't – you don't really know that it's a red flag. You're just like, oh, okay. Like, you kind of go with it without right. realizing, like, this is kind of weird. I feel like for me, um, the, the hard thing with my relationship was that it started off really well. So right. I there, thought mine did. Yeah. And even looking back now, like honestly, the first year of my relationship, like it, it was great. Like this guy was like really good to me and he, he did everything right. So it was really weird, like, because I don't really have... Nothing turned into a red flag until like later on. Um, there was there was an aspect where he, uh, we were very like close at first. He would stay at my house. I was probably like, oh my god, seventeen. Um, but he would stay at my house like every night. He had a really like interesting family. That was the one toxic that like not toxic, but like that was something that could have been a red flag. Right. Um, not that that's his fault, but his family had a lot of issues, um, which I will not go into detail because, you know, this is someone's personal information. Right. Um, but, you know, he had a, a bad family life and he kind of just like wanted to avoid his family. So he was with me 24-7, um, which maybe that could have been a red flag, like yeah. something that I should have like noticed early on. But um, I was just excited about the relationship. So nothing really came to happen until... Uh, we got further in the relationship. So, yeah. yeah. But as far as, like, red flags go, I guess my advice would be to just feel it out. Like, if they're if they're already trying to show some, like, control issues or they're not okay with what you're wearing or, you know, little things or even just, like, they're, like, wanting to know where you are every second or, like, yeah. you know, like, in your situation, oh those kinds <laughs> of things. Sometimes it is hard to point out the red flags until you're deep in the relationship. Right. But... It is important when they do come up to understand, well, the like, thing this is, I, isn't okay. I thought it was temporary because, like, he blamed his mental disorder. He had bipolar. Uh-huh. He blamed that on the things he was doing. And I made yeah. excuses for him, which don't do that. Like, don't make excuses for them. That's what's really hard. Because, like, I feel like when, when someone does have a mental illness, it is easy to, like, pin it on that and just right. say, oh, well, if they, like, get medicated. But or, a lot like, of it wasn't that. Uh-huh. It wasn't. Like, even when he was medicated... It was horrible. Yeah. It was just like, I wasn't allowed to talk to any guys. He blocked all the guys on my social media. I had to get my posts approved on social media before I would post them. I wasn't allowed to post in a bikini unless like he approved of it. Yeah. I wasn't allowed to look at other guys. I wasn't allowed to wear certain things. I wasn't allowed to show cleavage, wear sports bras, wear shorts. Like, he wanted me to wear leggings under my shorts. Like, who? <laughs> I remember that. Who does that? It's like, that's the rid- 80s, it's man. Ridiculous. I mean, like, it was, he was super insecure. I feel like I got lucky in the sense that, like, my relationship, like, my toxic relationship, he wasn't controlling. He was the opposite. He just right. didn't give a fuck about me. Yeah. Like, and he made that very known towards the, like, middle of the relationship. But I feel like I did the same thing with the mental disorder. Like, he definitely has something similar. Right. I don't... Once again, I just don't want to... I just don't want to go there. Yeah. Um, but he didn't even know he had that mental disorder until, like, deep in the relationship. So I was already in love with the guy. And yeah. it's my first love. Like, I... 
I didn't want to just leave. And him. we were both like in toxic relationships, so being we were friends, together, we were like, it. "Is this normal?" Yeah. Because like we didn't know any better, no. and like I was like, "Well, Maddie has to deal with this too." So is so that maybe like, it's normal? normal. Like, we didn't know it was our first relationship, our first real relationship. Yeah, so. we didn't know until like I had a mental breakdown. I ended up in the hospital because uh, this guy triggered my panic attack so badly. I was yeah. so anxious with him all the time. Like if I didn't answer my phone within thirty minutes of him texting me, he'll he would text my mom he would text maddie he would ask me to put on my snapchat location he would log into my social media i still have a password on my xbox because he would log into my xbox because he thought i was cheating on guys on my xbox i remember he would text me to ask if you were with me or he would like ask you you had a promise ring and he like would make you wear it when we're in we went we went to college for two years together Mm -hmm. i was just community college realized it wasn't for us but i remember her and i had the same like class schedule so we would like be with each other all day and i remember he would be snapchatting her like are you wearing the ring? Like, send me a picture of the ring. Yeah, and, and like, if I wasn't wearing it, that meant I was cheating on well, him. Well, yeah, and so she, and he got the Never ring. cheated on he the guy. He got the ring to basically, like, keep you Control with me. him. Yeah. yeah, and I remember there was one day you forgot it, and you literally, she was hyperventilating. Like, yeah, this is no, where her anxiety came. Like, I was about to leave school, yeah. go home and get it because of this Because guy. of that. Which is, in, never do that. If don't. Guys ain't learn, worth that. We had to learn the hard way. And we're trying to help you so you don't have to endure Please that. Please don't endure it. Please. I guess I kind of want to get into like the relationships. So I guess you can go first. Just kind of like an overview of like what you dealt with like as a whole, like what happened. So mm-hmm. they can kind of like relate to like, because there's different they're both different right so they can understand like what we went through yeah like again i'm not gonna mention names i don't want like if you guys figure out somehow who this person was like please don't go and send hate to them and stuff i i don't want anything to do with them in my life like i don't want (laughs) feel the same way (laughs) nothing like goodbye you know (laughs) goodbye good (laughs) i don't know basically all the control stuff we would get into these screaming fights like just like him like convinced that i was cheating on him and like would go through all my messages with everyone and find little tiny things that would make him upset and it's just not cool like you don't go through your spouse's phone that's not normal like, that is not normal. Do not go through your spouse's phone. Um, he would go, uh, <laughs> man, I just, like, can't even. He would make you FaceTime in, in the shower. <laughs> she couldn't even shower without I, when being I got, on FaceTime. So we would hang out all day, all night. Right when I got home, I had to FaceTime or Skype him. And, like. Until you fell asleep, Until too. I fell asleep, we would fall asleep on it. But it's, like. He would do all that shit, and then I would have to Skype him in the shower because he thought, but like... But not like a sexual thing. No. It was just so you weren't with another yeah, guy in the shower. Yeah, he was convinced that right when I ended the Skype, I would FaceTime another guy while I'm taking a shower, which was his mindset. Um, and I... You guys are probably like, why did she stay in this relationship? Like, she's so stupid. She I know. fell in love with him. Like, I, this was my first love. I was in love with this guy. They dated in high school before. Like, they dated and then they broke. He Mm. was super nice. I remember when you guys dated first, like, early on. Right. And, like, like, if you ask anyone, they're like, he's so nice. They Like, this guy is so great. Like, why didn't it work out? I'm like, you have no idea, man. Like, I've tried. Like, oh, man. He would, like, I don't know. He would say that some of my friends from high school were um, flirting with him. So I stopped talking to them, like would manipulate me to distance myself from people. 
and would say like, uh, like think Maddie's a bad influence that Maddie yeah. cheats on her boyfriend would tell me this he stuff. He told me that my boyfriend was cheating on me. Yeah. Like he just like would try to manipulate And then anyone. in the end, he ended up cheating on me with his ex. Yeah. And then he still denied it. Like, even though I had all the proof and his ex, like his telling ex me. even confirmed it. She confirmed it. And he was like, no, I didn't do that. No, I didn't do that. I was like, <laughs> I just remember, bro. Like, this guy's so dumb. Like, like I would, I have never ever cheated on a man in my life. No, and I never will. Like, I just, I'm not like that. No. I have too much anxiety. I would get caught yeah, in like two exactly. seconds. Exactly. We both don't know how to lie, so we could never do that. No. So it's like the fact that he just controlled me that way and made me so paranoid and so scared all the time like I literally had a mental breakdown I'm on I have PTSD from him like my boyfriend now will do something and it'll remind me of him and I'll have to tell him like please stop yeah just like shit like that like I have issues it it was scary I mean I can vouch for the sake of like I don't know I was her best friend when she was going through this and it was really hard for me to keep well I would have panic attacks so bad I would stab my like there was one day I stabbed my arm with scissors I said I have like two scars right here you could see them yeah but I stabbed my arm with scissors because I I don't know it was like a release like I just didn't not know how to control like what I was feeling I literally like went mental I think it's 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 scary because she I mean I don't want to get like I'm like I don't know why I'm getting emotional I just forgot about all of this and like there was a point where they got in a really bad fight and it was really hard for me because as being like the best friend I couldn't get through to her. She usually listens to me. She right. usually, like, understands my point of view. And, like... I was so manipulated. She was so deep in it. And, like, there was one night they had gotten a fight. And she was... She had the courage to finally, like, break it off with him. And I remember her hyperventilating on the floor. Her mom was in the room. And, like, I I literally straight up have goosebumps right now. No, like, that shit was It was scary. the scariest thing to have to see her like that. And... And she still wanted to go outside and talk to him. He stayed in his car the whole night. For like night, six hours, sat in his car outside of my Trying house. to manipulate her to come out. And we took her phone from her because she literally thought that if she didn't, he would either do something to himself or something to her. Right. And that's the scariest part. Like you have to be so careful. And it, I, I don't even know. Yeah. So if anyone's dealing with that shit, <laughs> I mean, now I guess, you know, you're, you're in a good relationship. Well, it's like, it sucks. But... Cause I have like, I have issues. Like, yeah, I don't want to get in like deep into this, but this is unfiltered, you know, it you gotta un- say unfiltered stuff. Come so on, you got this. He would basically force me to have sex with him. Like the whole year, like it, it's like mental games. So it was just like, if I didn't want to have sex with him that night, he would think I was cheating on him. And he would be like, no, you're cheating on me. Like, why don't you want to do it? Is there yeah. something down there? Like, do you have a hickey down there? What like, the like, literally, I'm not even exaggerating. I just can't even believe. I, I and I would get a bruise. Like, you know how you get random bruises, like, on your butt or just you on your leg? You run into table. something. Yeah. He thought they were hickeys. Like, he was like, who gave those to you? Like, oh, Luna's like, I don't like, like cats this. like meowing. She's like, no. About it. But like stuff like that, like I have issues still from it. I've thought about getting like justice for what I've dealt with and stuff because yeah. I, I still go to a psychiatrist for it and stuff. But I'm like, yeah, he's not even worth it. You know, like at this point, it's like I'll focus on me and like he would probably get off of it because of his bipolar. Yeah. 
is a thing, which is sad because like people victim shame. I think and it's stuff. it's hard because in situations like that, sometimes it's like you might not ever get the closure that you need, and you have to like make your own closure. Right. I'm still healing, and it's been like three years. It's hard because it's when you go through something like that, it, it's something that you almost never recover from. Like you're always gonna be somewhat triggered. By I still it. have nightmares of him. Like yeah. I had a nightmare last, last night. night. Yeah. Literally had a nightmare of him. Like. It's just, like, really scary how someone can do that to you. And, like, mental abuse is a real thing. Mental abuse is, like, physical abuse is horrible. And, like, if anyone ever touches you, like, that is not okay ever. Don't make excuses for them. But, like, mental abuse, that is not okay at all. And it honestly affects you in the long term. Rather, physical abuse is, like... You know, you're you're hit and stuff. Your bruises, they recover. It causes mental But it's like it causes issues like for a long time. I mean, like hitting, of course, that's part of mental abuse. But it's like, I feel like that's like a really hard form of abuse that people should get justice for. And um, people should talk about more because it's it's messed up. Like a lot of people deal with it every day. Yeah. Mental abuse and like it doesn't have to be a relationship. Like whether it's your family or something like you know, I'm lucky to have, like, a very supportive family that was there for me. Like, but some people aren't as lucky. Yeah. So, I don't know. That shit just, like, bugs me out. A lot. I have, like, a chill. I'm like, Ugh, oh, God. I know. I freaking <laughs> I'm all getting gross. It's hard out. to talk about because we, like, haven't talked about this stuff really in a long time. When I get scared that people are going to sit there and be like, oh, well, you shouldn't have stayed with him. Like, no. that's your fault. It's like, it's not. not my fault. It's not. And that's why we're making this podcast so you guys understand you're not alone and, like, you need to vocalize it if if that's how you deal with things. Right. Um, so I guess I'll segue. <laughs> I was really hoping that I would just like sit here and then not want to talk. <laughs> I don't want to talk about now, you've it. You've been awfully quiet. <laughs> I, just, I know it's coming next and I'm scared to talk about it. I have never really gone into Trust detail. Trust me, I'm horrified to I talk know. about this. It's just weird to think about all this shit because we haven't talked about this stuff like... In a long time. Like, we kind of blocked it out, Yeah, that's honestly. why I'm sitting here. Like, I'm about to have a fucking panic attack thinking about what I have to say right now because I'm so scared to talk about it on the internet. I just but, like, talked about all my shit. Right, I guess it's my turn. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. So, um... You have the stage. Oh, God, here we go. Like I said, at the beginning of the relationship, I didn't see red flags at all Uh, to be quite honest like I said like this guy and I we went to high school together I knew of him and he was a little bit older than me so I always thought he was like you know I was like oh he's hot he hangs out with like the popular guys like whatever and he worked at a restaurant right by one of my best friends at the time Uh, she used to live like in this like near the beach Um, and there was a restaurant on this pier that he used to work at that was literally like a literally two minute walk from there to her house and we would go not that I promote this, but we would go drink. We were in high school. We'd go drink at her house and party and whatever. And so um, he actually ended up being mutual friends with one of my close friends who was friends with one of my other kind of exes, which is really fucking weird. But like, you (laughs) know, I met him through this mutual friend and he would come over every now and then on the weekends. And like, we started getting really close and I remember he was there for my 18th birthday and he helped my mom set up. Like, he was such a good guy the first year that we were dating. I remember I really liked him. Yeah, he has that personality. Like, he is, like, a nice person. It's just we were not good together. I don't know. It It was really good the first year. So I was already in it. I was invested. I was in love with the kid. And it was hard when things started going south to understand, like, 
um, this is the time to get out. Little did I know all the shit that was going to happen after. But uh, essentially what happened was the first, the first time that things got pretty bad was uh, drinking was involved. Um, I was at my friend's house, one of my best friends. Um, there was like three of us that used to hang out together all the time. I guess like two, it was like me and two other girls. We were like a trio in high school and we were really, really close. And, um, our boyfriends, so my boyfriend and her like guy that she was talking to at the time, one of the girls, they got into a fight outside of her house. We were all drinking and, um, my boyfriend just booked it and went home and didn't tell me. And, that was kind of the the thing that started it all. How long were you dating him? We had been dating for like over a year. Oh, okay. So I was pretty invested. And he had, he had like depression and shits. And I knew that, but I had never like experienced it with him. I thought he was fine. And he tried to do some things when he got to his house. I won't go into, like I said, it's personal information. I feel yeah. like if people know me or they like know of the situation i just don't want to like expose his personal information i still do like respect him as a person so i just i can't do that but things got pretty bad it was things that like traumatized you you it was horrible and i lost scary stuff i lost my best friends in the process they chose to because of him i do blame him for that um but i lost that whole group of friends the people that i trusted with everything um in that situation so i was alone because he got in a fight with someone, I was right? yeah, and I, then booked, and it. they thought I chose. They already had seen the red flags, and I right. hadn't been able to identify them. And I was in love with him. And then after he did that, I was even more like I need to be there for him. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. have a good family, so my mom, my mom's a single mom, so my mom took him in after this happened. And I, like I said, I lost my friends. I was isolated. It was just me and him, and you. You were there, <laughs> so that yeah. thank God I had fucking Kelsey. I don't know what the fuck we I had each done. other, literally. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so that happened, um, and we took him in. He actually lived with us for a while, um, which is when it started getting bad because he took me for granted. Like, Mm -hmm. I became more so his mom than his girlfriend. Like, I was just – I have really bad anxiety as it is, so I was worried every time he left the house, like, is something going to happen? Like, is he going to do something? Like, I was, like, just – I would have panic attacks and meltdowns over it. Um, And he started to treat me differently. He started to – not really give a fuck about me to be quite honest and um when we were drinking a lot of times he would like shove me and like um lie to me about things he was doing and like it was just like really really toxic and every time we would drink and go hang out with people uh we'd get in a fight because he would blatantly ignore me like we would go to parties and stuff with his his friends people yeah. that I didn't know and instead of treating me like a girlfriend he would just ignore me And leave me there to just figure it out. And I would get upset with him and it caused so much tension and whatever. And I was like, I've done all this shit for you. It wasn't healthy. And then come to find out he had, we'll call it an episode um, one night when we were out on a date. And he opened up to me that he had a mental disorder. And it was horrible. I mean, my heart sank because what are you going to do? Like, he's already done one thing. And And it's really hard to deal with that. Like, if it's severe, if it's like mellow, you know, like it's pretty manageable. But when they're severe like that and they have episodes, it's really fucking hard. It's hard. And I had to, I had to firsthand witness it not knowing what the fuck was going on and I just remember being like you know I'm here for you like you know of course I loved him so I was like all right like I guess we're gonna deal with this too like I don't know what to do and so you know then it just spiraled into me worrying even more and trying to get him to get help and all this stuff and 
um, it started to get like super, super toxic. And he ended up deciding to move home with his parents who are kind of, you know, it's, it's not a good situation at his house. Right. Uh, mind you, he lived down the street from me. <laughs> so we literally were walking distance from each other. Um, the weirdest part is when I moved. So we started dating. When we started dating, I lived in a different area. Um, not like that far away. But we decided to move while I was dating this person. And his aunt actually was our real estate agent. And we bought the place that was right by his house, which wasn't intentional. But yeah, now looking happened. back on it, I'm like, why the fuck did we do that? Because <laughs> now my mom still lives in that house so i live like not that far from my ex so that's even worse on my part right. but yeah so we you know he moved out eventually and it, it was really bad that's when i got my cat boo i remember that's when i started having episodes like on the floor hyperventilating like whatever and yeah. he would threaten to break up with me all the time like call me names shove me well this was all happening like around the time mine was so like both me and maddie got so skinny uh-huh. like we were tiny from the, our anxiety and we our stress tiny. and we were just so stressed all yeah. the fucking time well, we both went on antidepressants too which when you first start antidepressants mm, you lose yeah. a lot of weight so we were like this skinniest we've ever been um which I think you know looking back on it I'm like holy fuck like I used to think I was so fat and that's what I looked right. like like no, I, I was body that dysmorphia and so bad the yeah so I mean he moved out whatever and he would he would threaten me to break up with me and whatever and there was one time that he threatened to break up with me and I was like I've had enough I'm done I had gone on an antidepressant which helped because it mm. numbed things. So I wasn't as worried about, oh my God, what are the consequences if I break up with him or like, that's I, actually what helped me yeah, get out it, of my it relationship. It helps because you're like, oh, I don't give a fuck. Like, you know what? Actually, no. Right. Because you're done. You're not stressing about what would happen if you broke up with them. So I said, you know what? Fuck it. I was like, all right. I took him seriously because, I, like I said, he used to threaten it all the time. And, and that's not cool. No. And I remember that's when I downloaded dating apps for the first time. And I hung out with a guy and I started talking to him. The one who I threw the sand in the face. <laughs> <laughs> but I started talking to him. And I remember my ex would, he would text me and be like, hey, can you come over? Can we talk? Like, I miss you. Like, he would literally try so hard. He even wrote a fucking song about me to play for me so I would stay the night at his house and not leave because he knew I was going to hang out with someone else. He literally sat there. And I remember I had to lie about him about what I did with this guy. I was like, yeah, we just made out. That was it. And he knew I was lying because I can't lie. I don't know how to lie. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a good And liar. I just remember I walked out the door. He's crying. And I'm like, fuck you. Like, you don't deserve my attention. You took me for granted. I did all this shit for you. And all you did was treat me like trash Yeah, and cause me so much pain. I, you know, started dating other people. I started dating the guy who broke my heart and, um, I really liked him, but I didn't realize I deserved like what he was giving me. Like this guy was really good to me. And I didn't understand that. Like that was what it was supposed to be like. And my right. ex was in my head. He kept texting me while I was with this new guy and the new guy would get upset because he was like, you know, why are you still texting your ex? He didn't understand. And I just didn't expect to fall for someone right after like dating that person. <laughs> so uh, I ended up stupidly going back to my ex, leaving the guy who treated me right. And um, yeah, so I went back. That's the worst part. I didn't just get out. I went back. And of course, as you can imagine, things got even worse. Um, he went to a school like a few hours north of where I live. 
uh, for college. So he transferred from our community college. And I would go visit him every fucking weekend. I would drive three hours to go see him every weekend. I asked my work at the time to like have weekends off just so I could go see this dude. Like I shouldn't have done that. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do and that. every time I went, we would fight. It got worse and worse. He left me at a party. Mind you, I did not know the area. I didn't know where I was. Like I was three hours north of my house. He left me at a fucking party. Because he got mad at something that I said. We were drinking. Literally fucking left me. Like my mom was going to have to come drive three hours to come get me. Because I didn't know where I was. I didn't know where his apartment was. I was lost. He didn't give a fuck about me. And uh, then it got really bad to the point where there was some like physical abuse. Um, I don't really want to go into it. And that is not okay ever. We got into a fight. There was a court case involved. So I really can't go in. Like I legally probably can't even say anything. But that's where it left off. And that's what pushed me honestly to get out of the relationship. And after that we decided to go our separate ways. We both realized you know what the fuck. This is so toxic. Like no. And he also blocked me. After that happened, which was really hard, but I feel like had he not done that, I never would have gotten over right. it. Um, so I had to, I had to learn the hard way that you know what, like sometimes you do have to learn. You don't the hard go way. back. Don't go back. Just don't go back. <laughs> Please no, don't Mike, because Mike and I had a break, and I went back to yeah. him, and then that's when he cheated on me with his yeah. ex. You know? It's just it never. I mean, because on the break he was like sleeping with her, and then he continued it when we were when back were together. Dating. Yeah, and yeah, it's just like don't. That's the thing, though. Oh, but gosh. also, I was always wondering, like, what if? Right. So I, I got that out of my system in the worst way possible. But I mean, it, it's something that I think I can say now. Like, I just finally came to terms with it and, like, worked on myself enough to finally move on a week ago. And and that's hard for me to say because we broke up, like, two years ago. And it takes a long time. It took me two years to finally heal. And I, I still have triggers and I still, like, We're have still issues. He lives, like I said, he lives down the street from me. So he went to study abroad somewhere and just came back recently. And I was still living at home because we just moved out. And I ran into him multiple times. It was horrible. I... I can't even tell you the anxiety because, of course, I've dealt with it. But to see that person right. so For bad. Years, like you're with this person. They know everything about exactly. you. They know what you look like naked and yeah. all that. And then it's like you're strangers. And it's just so it's, it's very weird. weird but it's like, like it has to happen, you know, if it's toxic like that. Yeah. Like, I'm so grateful I met Drew, you know, yeah. like I know what a real relationship is supposed to be like now. He's helped me heal. Like yeah. him and I have grown together. Like I I just am so grateful. Yeah. And I I feel like me and you going through it together, like we Helped. both learned how to heal ourselves as well as like each other and like yeah. boost each other up because we were so fucking down. We were. It was it was really I was really lucky to have a best friend that kind of related to me on that. I feel like I mean, <laughs> that is probably the reason why I'm still single. I just don't I don't trust very easily anymore. It, it's really hard for me and then right. like I got my heart broken right after that relationship too and it's just like it's a lot. Um and I feel like we both dealt with it in different ways. Like you were able to meet somebody who treated you the right way and like you were able to heal within your relationship and I've been able to heal myself. And I think, I mean, advice for like getting through it. I think if it's, if it's something where it's physical abuse, I definitely think you should get like people get involved. Yeah. Um, Cause obviously we, you never want to stay in a situation like that. As far as like emotional abuse or just like seeing the red flags, if you can't get out early on, I would just say like look to friends, people that 
support you. And if, if you don't have that, um, listen to this. Yeah. We, we're here we to talk to you through you. it. And it is possible to get over it. It is possible to find self-love, whether you're in a relationship or not. And um, it is possible to find the right person. It too. is. Don't give up. I'm like, I don't know if I believe in that because I'm sitting here. Don't still give thinking. up, <laughs> Maddie. However, I will say... I am thankful that it happened early on um, because now I know what not to look for. And I learned a lot of valuable lessons, even though it was really shitty. You know, it's something you can always take something from. And I wish him the best. Uh, I don't wish really the same for mine. It's it's just, I don't know why. I just, I've made peace with it. You're mature. I forgive him. I'm just like, fuck him. Like, for me. (laughs) I don't ever want to speak to him again. I don't want him in my life. You grieve in your own way. You do. Like, I, I fucking hate Kelsey's this Kelsey's feisty. Like, and I don't I, hate people. I am too. I don't hate people, but I fucking hate him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't <laughs> really like him To be aggressive. Like, I... Mm-mm. I'm sorry, but I just... There's no... No space in my heart to even forgive this guy. Yeah. From th- what he did. I think it's... I, I have gotten some closure, so maybe that's why I... He and I have... Not really talked, but I, I got the closure I needed. Yeah. Um... And I've moved on. Good for you. I I do want to say, I think it'd be cool in this podcast to be able to have you guys somehow like call in or like for me to give you advice. Because I feel like this is something where I would want people to call in and give advice. Yeah, like Zoom calls. So maybe we'll do that. Um, If I can figure out a way for you guys to either just like email me like um, audio files or something like that. um, I think that'd be a really cool idea to have you guys like call in so I can give you some advice instead of just talking about myself and my trauma <laughs> so well we could have like advice podcast yeah. days or something yeah so i think we're gonna close with that uh, we got on some heavy topics please 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 talk to your friends talk to your family and and vocalize it because that really does help um things always get better too they do they always do there's always a light at the end of the there. tunnel i promise it may take a little bit but it, you'll always be okay so um I guess we'll close with that. And thank you guys so much for listening. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. And if you're listening on Spotify, make sure to subscribe on our YouTube channel. Yes, it is Maddie Kelly, M-A-D-Y-K-E-L-L-Y and Kelsey Davies, K-E-L-S-I-D-A-V-I-E-S for Intoxicated Podcast. (laughs) Anyways, I'm going to go eat my sushi and (laughs) I will see you in the next episode.